Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with everybody, and what a day. Man, we're moving along. God's been good to us, and as we go through these podcasts this week, and here we are on Thursday. I love Thursday. You know, I had the days messed up a couple weeks ago, Stephanie. I I was listening to a podcast, and on Monday, I was telling people, happy Friday. You know, I'm just living proof that, you know, I'm kind of a burnout. I'm just being up front with you, you know. Sometimes the brain doesn't work as good as I wish it did. But uh, sorry about messing your days up. Some of you guys were looking for new podcasts. And it was that particular podcast that the production crew put it over the talk. And it it was just kind of a weird, you know, if you can't have one bad podcast in 600 or almost more than 700 now coming up on our second year anniversary. Well, you haven't lived, man. We're just we're in the arena, Stephanie. We're in here. And I'm glad about that. I'm glad that we're out here and we're in the arena. We're contending. We're fighting. We're opening up God's word. The people listening to us, they're in the arena. They want to make a difference for God. They want to hear about uh, how God can help those of us who have hurting hearts, how God can help people with PTSD, how, how God can take us right where we are and help us to grow and make us better. And man, I'm just getting all wound up thinking about what God does for us. So what's on your mind, Stephanie? How's things going? Well, Doug, things are going pretty great. Um, You know, we're just, I can't believe we're, you know, nearing the end of January. It doesn't seem like, whoa, what happened? Um, But we're doing well. The kids are plugging away through their schoolwork. Um, It's hard to believe my, I'm going to have, you know, from a junior to a first grader here in a few months. Wow. Uh, So, yeah, life's crazy. And, uh, what bright kids, wonderful kids. I, I think Emmy's going to be so happy. She's a first grader. She's probably going to explode. Oh, yeah. She told me last night that she's just getting smarter and smarter. I mean, she's almost six. Whew, there it so, is right there. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's not going to be easy. You know, it's uh, Emmy's not an easy one to work with. I'm just being upfront with you. She's, she's as great as God made a person, but she knows she's beautiful. She knows she's smart and she knows she's musical. But most of the time, God keeps her grounded. If not, her brothers and sister do. Her so. brother, yes. And she thinks she's God's gift to dancing, too. Well, that's because so. I taught her how to do ballet, you know. And uh, yeah. I don't. the problem is I don't know how to do ballet. But I tell you, Emmy and I can <laughs> do some spins. We get up on our toes and we can do some <laughs> minuets or whatever you call those, penuets. I don't even know what the ets are called. Pure, but pure, Perry, Perry, I can't. Perry, see, okay. So you got a couple people here who really don't know ballet, but only one of us <laughs> taught the other person's kid how to do ballet without knowing what ballet was. And uh, so now every time I see you, you going to teach me more dance, Uncle Doug? I am. You know, I'll teach you whatever you want to know. And uh, uh, she's Emmy and I'm not. So she gets what she wants. So with that, we always end up at this. <laughs> This place where we do this knucklehead moment, we, we talk about being a knucklehead, and uh, we do it for a few reasons. We want to show you what a knucklehead is. We don't want you to be a knucklehead, reason number two. And reason number three, 
once in a while it's humorous, but with that idea, with that thought, I'm passing this off to Stephanie. So Stephanie, you might be a knucklehead if. Well, Doug, um, we put a post out, right? The you put a post out. Um, and I, I'm drawing from our Help for Wounded Spirits um, Facebook page um, this week with different things that have been put out recently that I think are just tremendous. Um, but you put a post out that said the narcissist will throw in your face all they have done for you, but never say one word of all you have done for them. And can I'll just replace it with a knucklehead will throw in your face all that they have done for you, but never say one word of what you have done for them. And the idea that you can pour and pour and pour and pour into a bag filled with holes because the bag is, is it's a, it's a hopeless endeavor to fill up with love, to fill up with good cheer, to fill up with good attempts to have a relationship and a knucklehead will be an expert at being a bag filled with holes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you are a knucklehead. If people are pouring into you and you are such a jerk that no matter how much is poured into you, you, you want to, you know, you stay at that jerk. You you live in the jerk zone. Yeah. That's what this comes out. You're living in the jerk zone. Yeah. And stop living there. Don't be a knucklehead. That's a good one, Stephanie. So with that thought, Stephanie's always on the positive side now. So she's going to tell us what to do or say to somebody hurting or somebody who suffers from PTSD. Well, um, I'm, I love Elizabeth Elliot. Yeah, and, me too. Yeah. Uh, something, you know, I know that personally um, with PTSD, it seems to me, and maybe this is just because I'm a lazy person at heart without God's intervention. But it seems to me that um, struggling with PTSD can lead you to just just feeling like, what's the use? What's the use of choosing to do things that I don't want to do? Yeah. And that's flesh, and maybe everybody struggles with that. Um, but Elizabeth Elliot has a quote that I think needs shared um, just because it, it challenged me Um Choices will continually be necessary, and let us not forget, they'll always be possible. Mm. Obedience to God is always possible. It is a deadly error to fall into the notion that when feelings are extremely strong, we can do nothing but act on them. And I know that Satan will use our PTSD and the feelings and emotions that come with them to drive us to be it doubt, be it worry, be it freaking out over, you know, and I get it. You know, there are physical conditions that that leave you having panic attacks that aren't of your making in any way, shape, or form. I've lived in that zone, okay? Um, But when it's not, it doesn't involve that. When we're just in a position where obeying God, trusting God seems impossible. Yeah. Remember that your emotions and your feelings are not are are not what we're to base our actions on, and that obedience to God is always possible because Philippians four thirteen says, "I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth strengtheneth me." So you can make that choice to pray, even if your feelings are saying God isn't hearing me. You can make that choice to step out of your comfort zone and do what God's prompted you to do because you can do all things through Christ. Yeah, that's pretty good right there. That's good. So we, 
you might be a knucklehead if you're a narcissist, you're hurting people, things like that. Don't do that. Don't be that person and tell people who suffer from PTSD that they can. They can do all things through Christ. Tell people, encourage people, uh, lift them up. You know, boy, God can use that. What a good lesson today. Thank you, Stephanie. That's a good idea. I love our knuckleheaded segment and our help for people with PTSD or hurting hearts because we're out there, man. There's a bunch of us hurting. We're not by ourselves. Remember that maniac of Gadara, Stephanie? He said, my name mm. is Legion for we are many. There's a whole bunch of us that are screwed up out here, you know? And uh, But can I tell you something? When you go to the Lord like that crazy old Legion did in the synoptics, and uh, when you go to the Lord and, 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 and you say, my name is Legion, for we are many, there's a bunch of us screwed up. Lord, I need your help. Me right now. It's about me right now. Lord, I need you. He'll give you help. He'll help you do all things. And, and you know, some people say, oh, this verse is taken out of context. Well, the context is I'm in jail. The context is, uh, uh, you know, I, man, I can, get, I can get through this. I can do the things I got to do. The context is I can do all things. Tell people that. Anyway, we're cruising along. We're moving along. You know, Stephanie, we we passed that 11th chapter of Proverbs line, and we are now on Proverbs 12. I think by the rate we're going in 2025, we'll start our narcissism study. No, we're doing better than that. <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now, it's by summer, we're going to be in a major narcissism study. I, I think by April or May. So hang with us. We know there's 31 chapters in Proverbs. We can count them. Uh, but listen, we're, we're banging through them. We're getting through them. We're, uh, we're excited. So you start over here in chapter 12 and it's, and, and, you know, I wrote down on top of my Bible from seminary that words, deeds, and destiny are what chapter 12 are all about. That's a pretty cool thought. It's about words, deeds, and our destiny. And so I, I really want you to think about this theme as we continue to go through the 12th chapter of Proverbs, because it's some pretty cool, um, pretty cool things in here that we need to pay attention to. And right away it says, whoso loveth instruction, loveth knowledge, but he that hateth reproof. Did you see that word right there, Stephanie? Did you see that word is brutish. And, uh, I don't know about you, but, uh, uh, it's at where it almost means like stupid to me. You're a knucklehead. Uh, so if you love instruction, if you love God's word, if you love being in the book of Proverbs, if you love growing, uh, you love knowledge. And uh, then the other side of that, that, you know, who that, those people who hate correction, those people who hate what God's word is saying, those people who hate godly people, you know, that's what that's talking about there. People hate that. And, uh, uh, I don't know about you. They, you know, they hate that correction. And, uh, I think it makes them kind of stupid myself, but what are you thinking about this verse, Stephanie? Proverbs 12, one. Wow. Well, when I, when I see this, I see the app, the, you know, a wise man versus a scorner. Um, and that's, I think what sums up, you know, someone who is a scorner is brutish. And when I think of brutish, I think of rude, mean, inconsiderate, self-centered, egotistical jerk. And, um, there's other words that come to mind, but I won't, I won't use all of them, but a, a brutish person is a creep. Um, because they're, they're, they've turned away from God's wisdom so long. It's almost like God has turned them over to their, to their own destruction. And someone who hates reproof, who is so proud and arrogant that they're always the one that is right. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny. It's not funny. It's not funny at all, but it's funny to think through when you can picture people like this and they're the one who, never has to ask forgiveness because they're always right. Yeah. 
And yeah. they're, you know, if they are point blank confronted with facts of things they have done that are blatantly wrong, they'll look at you in the eye and say, I have no idea what you're talking about. How dare you, you know, not be my friend because you have just made all this up and you're just hurting me. And literally someone, this is what I think a British person is a narcissist. I, I agree. Um, yeah. Because. Someone who loves instruction loves knowledge, and someone who loves instruction and knowledge is someone who is seeking to be wise person. They're seeking to walk with God. They're um, they're fulfilling Micah six eight of um, walking humbly, doing justly, loving mercy. That is a wise person, and someone who is um, hates reproof, hates to be said, you know, hates to be told. And I get it. In our flesh, we all hate to be told. Hey, this needs changed. Hey, hey, this this isn't. You're not doing this right. And and so in our flesh, yes, we all are brutish in our flesh. But someone who is seeking to walk with God, you know, when they're confronted with with truth, their response isn't, "How dare you correct me?" Um, their response is, "Thank you, thank you for bringing that to my attention." Because it doesn't say, uh, you know, reproof can be something that's positive. You know what I'm saying? Um, we think of reproof as always being, um, you know, you did something blatantly wrong and it needs change. But reproof can be something as simple as, hey, you know what, let's let's do this different next time. And I think of, you know, when I, as a parent working with my kids, there are times that maybe they do something and it's not they did even something blatantly sinful, but they did something that maybe wasn't wise or they said something that wasn't wise. And so we, we, I have to reprove them. And that doesn't mean I'm angry with them. It doesn't mean they're in trouble even. It just means, okay, how let's look at this from God's perspective. What would have been a wiser way to handle this? What would have been, and I have to do this myself. And the Lord does this with me where I'll say something. And then the Lord corrects me and says, Stephanie, if, if, if this comes up again, I want you to say it this way. Yeah. And where the Lord reproves us even with his spirit. And are we sensitive to that? Because if we aren't, if if it's we we've got the world by the tail, we know what we're doing, and nobody better challenge our way of thinking. Yeah. That means you're you're brutish. And that is very it's a scary place to be. It is. It is. So you know, the bottom line is this if you get upset when someone points out your faults and your sin, um, you don't fall into that top care category of love and instruction of love and knowledge. Now you fall into that bottom category of being a knucklehead. And so love would be, you know, look at correction as, you know, show grace, show love, know that you can learn from that because you really can. And that's what God's word's all about. And that's what we're doing here is learning from these things. Mm -hmm. And we get to verse two, Stephanie, and it says a good man obtaineth favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices, uh, will he condemn? And and so right here, you know, coming right out again, you know, is do you want a good report from the Lord? Uh, do you want to obtain favor, um, mm -hmm. or do you want to be condemned to the Lord? I, I mean, it's it's you know, God's word is that clear, Stephanie. Uh, you know, God's word is it always leads to a deeper relationship when we trust Him, when we step out. Uh, it it always brings us to a better place. Um, you know, I don't know. I want to obtain favor. I want to be, I want to be that guy who obtaineth favor from the Lord. 
And, uh, and, and, you know, that's so important. I don't want to be on the end of this verse, Stephanie. I don't want to be uh, a man of wicked devices. I don't want to, and I know you guys don't want to be a man or a man or a woman of wicked devices. I know that you want to obtain favor. So Stephanie, try to tell us how we do that. Try to tell us what this verse is talking about, what favor looks like, what doing, uh, being of a good report, what that's all about. Well, uh, when I, when I see that word good, um, I think the concept of a, you know, I think of another verse in Proverbs that says a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Um, and I think it's very important to understand what that good means, um, because we live in a world that <laughs> opposite, it seems like we talk in opposite terms, you know, where good is bad and bad is good and all this is mixed up. So I think we have to go to the Bible source and understand that that has to stay our foundation. And when I think of the word good, um, I just actually mentioned the verse, but Micah 6, 8 says, He hath shown thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee? In other words, what's God's standard for what is good? And then the verse goes on to say, But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. And so it's like God so clearly, I love that verse. It's simple. I can actually wrap my head around it even when I'm tired and I can get that God has three things he wants me to do. All of life is summed up under those three things to do justly. In other words, you're living honestly. Okay, good. And this is even in our Christian circles, a good man, a good name, all that that there are some Christians out there that. It doesn't matter who they really are. As long as their public image looks good, quote unquote, they're good. And I'm sorry, when, when God says good, he means you're living honestly. In other words, you're the same person at home that you are at work, that you are at church, that you are at the store. In other words, you're not three people depending on where you are. Yeah. You're not two people. And I, so it, I, when I think of good, you know, we're doing justly, loving mercy. In other words, where life, our life isn't about hammering people over the head. Yeah, there are times God calls on us to have to make tough decisions and take stands, but that's not what your life's about. And then walking humbly, you know, these are these are things that are honestly so basic. But that good in that in that verse is very important because if we don't get that, the rest of the verse falls apart. Yeah, and and you know, I think Stephanie, this really comes down to if we think about it, this really comes down to the place of. Uh, you know, God sees a heart. Yeah. And and he knows the good and he knows the bad. He knows the wicked. Yeah. And uh and and what Stephanie just said, you, you know, every day is an option. Every action yeah. is an option. I remember years ago I taught this uh marriage seminar. I do one maybe once a year. Uh usually out in Tennessee at Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg's my choice of the two uh, cities out there. Pigeon Forge is kind of commercial, kind of a bad place to stay. Gatlinburg is awesome. A little bit out in the country, great Russia. But anyway, make a long story short, getting away from my advertisement for the mountains over here in Tennessee. <laughs> uh, one, of, one of the things that we talked about in class is this lady got up and I'll never forget her honesty. She says, I want my husband to treat me the way he treats me when he wants me making out with him and all that all day. And I think God looks at us and wants us treating God the same way, not just when we want an answered prayer, not just when we want that new job, not just when we want something from him. I yeah. think, I think God wants us treating him, uh, as God all the time. And, and I think you just hit on that. It's just, you know, uh, you can obtain favor. He sees your heart. 
at the same time, he sees our wicked intentions and he condemns them. So, I mean, here we sit, Stephanie, once again, as we go through the book of Proverbs and, you know, all these options, all these choices, and we need to remember that it's a whole deal, you know, that how we treat God in whole, he sees your heart. It's the same thing with your spouse, your family, your friends, your neighbors, your ministers, your, uh, your people in churches, whatever the case may be, you know, Stephanie said a few minutes ago, treat everybody the same, you know, be the same person all the time and be a good person. We don't want you to be the same idiot all the time. We want Mm -hmm. you to be that same person. And, uh, you know, that's just the goal here, being that yeah. same person, being, you know, being all in with love, being all in on caring about people, being all in, being all in, all in's a cool thing. Stephanie, I think I'm going to have you put it on mute and I'm going to play one of our songs. All right. Wh- which one do you recommend, Stephanie, from the new album here? Uh, what song, uh, uh, which one do you think we should play? Well, um, I think, you know, one along the lines of um, I will serve the Lord or something like that, um, because that's kind of the point is um, I'm going to I'm going to be faithful to God. I'm going to choose to be that good man no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I will serve the Lord. That sounds like a good one. Let me pull up Stephanie here on my phone. So so that song, uh, just given some background. Uh, I was down at Pensacola Christian College, and it was a year that Stephanie didn't go. I was down there with our dear friends, the Hicks. Stephanie's known the Hicks for decades, um, and she's let me be friends with them for like the past three or four years. But they're the peeps. They're my peeps. I love them, man. But, they're awesome. But, but anyway, we got to hear a song down there during a missions conference uh, that was called um, I Will Serve the Lord. And And I'll tell you something. When I heard that song, I was a verse in before I realized I better be recording this and, and doing this for Stephanie. Um, for some reason, you're just not coming up on my Apple music. Don't you hate that when it does that here? I, I hate that when it does that, you know, but anyway, as soon as I recorded that song and I sent it to you, what were you thinking, Stephanie? Sorry, I already had put myself on mute. So I had to quick unmute. Um, wow. When you sent me that song, I remember thinking, I've got to get that song. I've never heard how I had God saved that song for then. Um, Cause if I remember right, that was right around the first anniversary um, first or second. I think it was the first, I think it was the first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were right in that time zone and God saved that song for me to hear then. And I remember, I think I texted you and was like, I want that song. And it was just, wow. And there's I a whole story not, behind that. Yeah. Just, I could identify with it yeah. and that my heart cry at that point. And, um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of my favorites. Well, we're going to go ahead and play that. She's going to mute out. So listen to one of Stephanie's favorites. I love this song. I thank God, uh, uh, for the ability to have been able to, you know, people giving us this song so we could record it. We didn't write this song, but here's the song. I will serve the Lord. Just through the centuries, the martyrs of the cross, all those who chose to follow Christ, to suffer any loss, and though their journey 
uncertain days now echo back that strong and urgent strain to count the cause take up the cross and join in the refrain for should our journey lead us through the shadow lands of death may this be our hearts resolve Oh, don't you hate that when there's a little bit of music? I started the song again. Sometimes I can be a little freaky that way. Hey, we sure do love you folks. If we can do anything uh, to help you out, make sure you look for us at Helpful Wounded Spirits. Know we're praying for you. Know we love you. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Happy Thursday. Hey, folks, get out there and get some favor from God. He knows your heart. Be loving. Uh, be hugging. Be out there today. Look out for your family. Just have a great day. We sure do appreciate you. Listen to every word Brother Eric has to say. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart. 
that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.